from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspiring music and interesting nature study. With more music coming in, we shall end our program with a message from God's Word. This is your host Sharad and I am Maureen and you are listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. Let's begin our program with a song. walked on the water He also calmed the sea He taught so many lessons there by the shores of Galilee He healed the sick, the lame, the blind He set the captive free He fed the multitudes with bread Just watch and you will see I am the way, the truth, and life. You gotta walk, believe, and live. I am the way, the truth, and life. You gotta walk, believe, and live. He said, Love the ones who do you wrong. Pray for those who curse. If you give, you surely will receive, and the last will be his first. He said, I am the way, the truth, and life. You gotta walk, believe, and live. I am the way, the truth, and life. You gotta walk, believe, and live. Well, the way was made and the message clear, but the people could not see. They rejected him and put him down, and they nailed him to that tree. Temptation, do not crumble down. For my Lord will take your sins away, your reward will be your crown. You will say, Here's the way, the truth, and life. You gotta walk, believe, and live. Here's the way, the truth, and life. You gotta walk, believe, and live. You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope from Pune, India. And now, here's a nature study. Vines, vines and more vines. Dear friend, I'm glad to share a nature study on vines, vines and more vines. 
It seems that the only place that you can avoid wines is in the middle of a desert. Wines are all around us. Some of them are useful and some of them are poisonous. Others are simply pests. I have a cartoon of a little boy who was at camp. He came to the nature director with a handful of wines and said, "Look at these new wines that I found." The picture shows the nature director backing away because the wines were poisonous. There are always some who find interesting wines that they haven't seen before, and that is probably because there are so many of them. Wines vary in size from that of a thread to as large as a person's body. Wines usually grow up on some other natural object. They rely very much on chance on finding something to grow upon. If there is no rock, tree or other climbable objects, they will grow horizontally on the ground. For many wines, the upward climb to light is what keeps them alive. Some wines will just spiral around their objects, while others will use barbs, hooks, thorns and aerial roots to hang into the captive object. The large wines of tropical rainforests that have a woody texture, the kind that children like to swing on, are called linens. Grape wines also belong to this group. Monkeys and other animals in the jungles and rainforests use the wines that extend from tree to tree to walk, crawl and jump on. Some of you have rattan furniture in your house. The rattan is a good-sized wine that climbs part way up the tree, attaches itself with spines, then grows from tree to tree. Rattan palms grow up to six fifty feet long and store drinkable water in them. Dear listener, Christ came and died in this world that you and I, as sinners, might be freed from the bondage of sin. As the wine wraps themselves around victims, so sin wraps itself around its victims. Only the blood of Jesus can set you free. Thank Him for that freedom today. Thank you for the nature study. We are sure our listeners enjoyed it. To learn more on nature, keep listening to Adventist World Radio. We will be studying different objects of nature because there is a simplicity and purity in these lessons direct from nature that makes them of the highest value. The children and youth, all classes of students, need the lessons to be derived from this source. In itself, the beauty of nature leads the soul away from sin and worldly attractions and toward purity, peace, and God. Dear friend, death, struggle, pain, and violence were not part of God's original creation. Let's discover what was the world like when God created it. To know more on God's word, you could also write to us. Here's our mailing address: Adventist World Radio. Post box number one seven Pune four one one zero zero one Maharashtra India. You could also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail dot com. You may also follow our programs on our website awr dot org slash English program. 
Before you hear God's word, here's another song. God's word. Hello and welcome friend. This is Sharad with you on AWR sharing God's word on the topic the living light. 
Dear listener, God had a way by which He could give to the Babylonians light concerning Himself. And there must be no failure of that plan by prompting Nebuchadnezzar to command all to worship the golden image on the plain of Dura, Satan hoped to defeat God's purpose of making the presence of Israel in Babylonian a source of blessing. Had the three young men failed, Satan would have partly achieved his promise. Let's read Daniel chapter 3 verse 28. It says, Then Nebuchadnezzar spake, and he said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who had sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him, and have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies, that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Dear listener, God's promise and God's problem today is the same as it was then. He is depending on men and women who have yielded their hearts to Him to give the world a witness that can be conveyed in no other way. Talk with workers from some of the dark fields of the earth and they will tell of multiplied cases of the Seventh-day Adventists. Men and women, just like you, who gave and are giving up their life rather than give up God or any portion of His blessed message. Decisions like that are not made suddenly. Careful preparation must be made. Several years before the Dura experience, the three Hebrews with Daniel had purposed in their hearts that they would not defile themselves in any way. In the intervening time, they had not violated that pledge. Thus they were all ready for the supreme test, yielded or die. Dear listener, the character of Christ must be revealed to the people we meet today. God has chosen us to give that revelation. May nothing interfere with the free flow of God's grace through our lives to others. Prophets and Kings, page 488 says, Through the very humiliation that Israel's departure from him had invited, God gave Babylonian evidence of his supremacy, of the holiness of his requirements, and of the sure result of obedience. This testimony he gave as alone it could be given through those who were loyal to him. The listener, Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hid. How great a light would it take to light all the world? The answer is of course that no single light can illuminate the entire earth. Even our sun illuminates only one portion at a time. To furnish light for the world requires a host of lights. Dear listener, it is the duty of the Christian to let his light shine, irradiating 
the lives of others is simply everyday Christian living. Seldom do we have the opportunity to draw a great multitude to the Master, but every moment of the day we can let the light of genuine Christian experience shine into a darkened corner of the life of another. Today, the growth of the kingdom will be aided or hindered by the way we treat our family, our schoolmate, the storekeeper, the delivery man, the clerk, the secretary in our office, the teachers, etc. Dear listener, let no shadow of doubt, criticism, sarcasm, unthankfulness, evil speaking or disinterest darken the light of life glowing in your eye and shining in your actions. Dear listener, may we cultivate the habit of speaking well of others. Let us radiate thankfulness. Let us show others our sympathy and kindness so that when we when they leave us, they will be disheartened for the journey that lies before them. Thus we will not only uh, brighten the lives of others, but our own experience will be happy and joyful. By contemplating the lofty ideal Jesus has placed before us, we shall be uplifted into a pure and holy atmosphere, even the presence of God. When we abide here, there goes forth from us a light that irradiates all who are connected with us. Dear listener, then our lives will not be lived in vain. May our light shine out in the darkness so that others may see clearly the way to a life of victory in Jesus Christ. My dear listener, how happy a herald is when those whom he announces his message accept it with gladness of heart. We are heralds of joy to a world of sorrow, doubt and unbelief. The good news we proclaim is the greatest news in all the world that is timeless in its appeal. My dear friend, the business of the herald is to proclaim his message whether those who hear, accept or reject it. Why should he stop announcing the good news because some do not believe it? Their unbelief does not invalidate the truth of the message. What a glorious work in which to be engaged that of heralding God's last message to this world. God bless you, dear listener, as you share God's word to the people around you and to the world. Let's pray. Our loving Father, we thank thee for the living light that is Jesus in our lives. Lord, may we be strengthened to stand firm in our faith like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. May we be a witness to this world of unbelief and doubt. May the living light reach the ends of this earth so that thy coming will be soon. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen.
he would show them he could make it on his own. Then seething with resentment, he turned and walked away without a backward glance at what he'd known. Heard was in the silence as he watched him fade from view. This sun brought him laughter, joy and tears. Thus began the waiting, the years without a word, the praying that someday he
scriptures says, Your world is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. Psalms 119 verse 105. I know, let's say the sure I know, let's say the sure I know, I know, I know, I know that Jesus, Jesus is mine. Standing on the promises of Christ my King, through eternal ages let His praises ring. Glory in the highest I will shout and sing. Standing on the promises of God, this is my standing. This is my standing on the promises of God, raising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. Raising my soul, 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 raising that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Let's say the surest Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Head of salvation, patches of gold, born of his spirit, washing his blood. With this, we have almost come to the end of our program. To know more on God's Word, we would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio. Post Box Number 17, Pune, 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You can also write to us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. You may also follow all our programs on our website, that is awr.org slash English program. This is your host, Sharad and I'm Maureen, signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until then, we wish you good health and a happy home. Goodbye and God bless you.